afternoon. My name is Richard Jonti. You're listening to RJ's Black Box, where we discuss issues um, affecting black people worldwide. Today's topic is rethinking the black relationship. I wanted to do this podcast because I had a conversation with a dear friend, and um, we were just talking about relationship in general, and I was trying to find, I was trying to see where she was coming from. And I want her to see where guys like myself, where we're coming from when we meet a woman. Um, it's not so much about disagreement, but it is how we, um, we're conditioned, we're brought up, you know, to act. Every man is different. Every woman, of course, is different. But the underlying denominator is the fact that so many black women are being raised to be independent. And the reason for that is because there are a lot of single black mothers, unfortunately. And it's a compounded issue because we're going to need to stop and break the cycle at some point. But in order for that to happen, we sort of like have to recalibrate our minds and take a different approach to black relationship. The reason I say this is because um, the absent father phenomenon, um, that's an issue. There are many reasons why sometimes men walk away from their kids or relationships. And it's not 100% of the time that when a man is not involved in his child's life, that it's the man's fault. Sometimes the women find reason to push men out on purpose. I don't know if it's to hurt the man or they don't understand that they're hurting the child. But for whatever reason, there are a lot of black children out there who don't even know who their father is. And it's not a child's responsibility to um, find out who his or her dad is, but it shouldn't also be the man's responsibility to keep fighting to see his kid, to remain involved in the child's life. I mean, I can say this on a personal level because I'm going through this, you know, I'm I'm paying a lawyer thousands of dollars, you know, just to make sure that I can see my daughter, you know, but I don't want to make this too personal, but at the same time, I know so many women that are having a hard time maintaining a relationship with a black man because they're overbearing, but they don't know it. And I'm not saying this to blame women. I'm saying this because this is the truth, you know, and there has to be some kind of accountability and responsibility on the part of the women in order for them to help break the cycle. I'll get to the men as well, but when you are being raised by a mother and your mother's doing everything, she's the provider, she's paying all the bills, she's buying the car, she's buying the home, she's making sure you have clothes on your back, you have food on the table. If that's how you're being raised as a woman, it's automatic for you to feel that you have to be the same way as your mom. 
because you're not really being trained. If your mother wasn't a wife, if there wasn't a husband in the home, your mother can't really teach you how to be a wife. The only thing she knows how to do is to teach you how to be independent. It's not a knock against, you know, women. It's just the reality of the black community because 70% of black children are being raised by single mothers. And sometimes these mothers, they have this animosity that they want to hold against the father. They keep them out of the picture. A guy, a man doesn't necessarily have to be in the home to influence his child. And that's the thing that we don't understand. It's like, okay, sometimes people, whether it's financial or personal or whatever, you know, we never put the children first. And we don't think about the long-term effects our behavior can have on these kids. It's to their detriment that we keep them away from, whether it's a mother or father. Personally, I mean, like I said, I, I, was, I grew up with my father, my father's family. So I didn't grow up with my mother. But my, my father never showed any, any type of animosity toward my mother. He just never did that. So there was no reason for me to feel any type of way about my mother. You know, well, negative anyways. When we keep kids from either parent, we're doing a disservice to the children. It has nothing to do with us. It's the children that are affected by this. And as a woman, when you're in the house, you're raising a child by yourself. That child can only look to you. As a parent, that child can only look to your habits, your discipline, your morality to follow because they're not getting both sides. In addition, it's detrimental to the boys because when you're raising boys and they're watching their mom take the position of you know, head of household, so she's a take charge woman, she's assertive, she's doing it all. Guess what you're doing? You're influencing their minds as well because now when they grow up, when they're ready to look for a wife, they're going to be looking at a woman that's just like you. So how are they going to lead a household? They don't have that experience. So they're going to look to somebody else to lead them. And if they try to lead, they're not really going to know what to do. As for the women, you know how difficult it's going to be for your daughter to sort of like allow a man to come into her life after she gets married to let the man take charge. She's not used to that. You didn't teach her that. You taught her to be independent. You taught her to make decisions for herself. You taught her to listen to only herself because that's what you've done. So when she meets a man who wants to be in her life, it's going to be difficult for her to submit.
all this independent bullshit. Oh, I'm an independent woman, blah, blah, blah. A lot of women don't know how to get away from that. They don't know when to turn it off. And if it's not turned off, guess what? The cycle continues. Submitting to a man has nothing to do with your independence. You can still be independent in a relationship, but it doesn't mean that you have to be combative. Most of the women who think they're overly independent are single. And a lot of them are also bitter. Being single is not normal for some people. Well, in life in general, we seek companionship. That's natural. But there has to be some form of an agreement between two people in order for them to get along. And a lot of women right now, they're meeting beta males. Because some, a lot of the 30-year-old men that you're meeting right now, a lot of them never really had the kind of relation that they should have had with their father. Some of them have never met their fathers. I mean, so many guys in the NBA talk about this. Oh, I, I didn't know who my father was. Why? It's a woman's responsibility to make sure a child knows his or her dad. What is the point of taking a, a, a man, a child away from his father or a man from his child? What is the goal of that? You're raising a child with your perspective only. Whether it's male or female, a child needs both parents. It has to be a balance. Not all men are quick to fight for their children. But I know that most men love their children. They don't want to go through the headache. There's been times myself when I'm like, man, forget this. And then I think about my daughter and I'm like, it's not fair to her. She shouldn't have to grow up without me. And I shouldn't have to allow that to happen. But I happen to have the financial means to change things for myself. There are a lot of men out there. They don't have, they're not in that position. And the women are not offering an olive branch to these men. And we stay in this cycle of detriment. It doesn't do us any good. I'm not saying you got to be with somebody. You don't have to stay with whomever. But it's crucial that a child develops a relationship with his or her father. If the father's not doing what he's supposed to do 
financially, then if if you so, so choose, you can seek the legal. You can start the legal steps that you need to take in order for to force him to do what he needs to do. But at the same time, women have to make better choices when it comes to men. There has to be some kind of accountability on the part of women as it relates to who they choose to sleep with unprotected. At the end of the day, you have 100% the final say-so on whether a child is born or not. It is your decision. Any woman can decide to have an abortion and a man can't do a damn thing about it. Just like any woman can decide to have a child and a man can't do a damn thing about it. That man will be held responsible financially for that child, whether he wanted that child to, to be born or not. So we can't keep putting children in the middle of our bullshit. That's exactly what it is. It's bullshit because as adults, we don't even know how to act. If you don't know how to act as parents, how are your children going to learn to be better parents? And this falls on both parents. And you have to understand the financial status of the man you're laying with. If you know He's working on getting his stuff together. He doesn't have much. He can't afford this and that. Why are we getting pregnant? What's the point? Pregnancy is not going to keep anybody around. If you're not getting along with somebody, adding a child to the equation makes it that that much tougher to get along. Because now this is a, there's a financial burden. So we have to rethink the whole concept of black relationships. Marriage is not for everybody. And not everybody should be married. But the one thing that women keep forgetting, you get to choose who you want to sleep with. Men don't have that choice. Men don't have that choice. No matter how good looking a man might be or how wealthy he might be, he doesn't get to choose who he wants to sleep with. The women have to choose him. So when you're making that decision, you need to become wiser. Get to know somebody before you Get pregnant by them. Understand their nature. Do they have, you know, certain characteristics to become a good parent? We all make mistakes. We just think a child is just going to bring us together. That's not, this is the mistake that we continue to make, and the burden falls on the children. 
So many women out there with daddy issues. So many boys out there with daddy issues. See, this is the mistake we make. We don't think boys have daddy issues. We think it's only a girl thing. It's not. There are plenty of boys, beta males, walking out there with daddy issues. Because they don't know how to be real men. They don't understand responsibility. It's not fair that we continue to do these things to our black children. We can't build better communities if we're creating a population that is dysfunctional. We have to work on that. And it's, it's, it is our responsibility to make sure that that cycle is broken. If you're struggling financially, you can't pay your bills, you can't eat, you can't do this. Why bring a child into this world? What is the purpose? What is the point? Bringing somebody into the world because you don't think you love and you think you can pour all your love into something you can't afford. I don't get it. Because eventually all the love that you have for that child might also become a burden on you financially. And then you're going to take it out on the child or the father or whomever. How do we make these smarter decisions? I'm a learner in life, so I'm always willing to learn. I, I create these podcasts sometimes just to start conversation. So we can have a different perspective. My perspective is not correct all the time. I'm not right all the time. But I deal with the same issues other people deal with. And I want us to be better. It's not a comparison. And I don't like when black people, when I'm addressing black people, I don't want y'all to bring up white people or I don't care. White people do this too. I don't give a shit about that. I'm not white. I can care less about what they do. That's what they do. I care about us. They're not subjugated. They're not marginalized. They're not getting murdered by cops for no reason. They're not looked upon as criminals even after they murder people. They're not look they're just not seen that way. So we can't compare ourselves to them. We have to focus on us. The entire world look look at us through diff, you know a set of lenses that they, they don't use for anybody else, any other group. We have to be cognizant of that shit. We can't continue to be the victims of our own circumstance. We have to change the circumstances for ourselves. We have to raise our children with a different set of principles and morals that's going to be better for society. That's going to be better for our community. If we don't do that, then we are setting ourselves up for failure. It's going to be a merry-go-round of, of dysfunction that is indefinite in our lives.
all men must take responsibility for their children. But all women must make the effort to at least allow these men to be part of the children's lives too. It's good and dandy when you see a LeBron or Kevin Durant who were raised by single mothers and they somehow became successful. But what we're not looking at is their gift. These people have the athletic gift that they have that they were born with. It's not so much that the mother pushed them, the mothers pushed them to become successful. They were born with this gift. They could have been better men. I'm not saying they're bad people. But they're lacking. Whether we want to admit it or not, they're both lacking as men. Because they didn't didn't know who their father was. Don't sleep with a man you know who's going to walk away or walk out of your life just because you tell him you're pregnant. How about we start doing this? How about we start planning our children? Let's stop having these accidents. Let's make sure we want this child. We both want this child. We're planning for this child. And we want a better future, a better life for this child. Too many people are walking around saying, oh, I got pregnant by accident. It's like they're walking on banana peels and, you know, beneath the banana peel, there's a dick. Boom, they fall, they fall on this dick and they get pregnant. Excuse my language, but goddamn. We're all responsible. There are all forms of birth control that we could take to prevent these accidents. Some of these accidents, they, you know, they grow up to become murderers. Few of them grow up to be LeBron James. Because millions of them end up in prison. Part of this, you know industrial prison complex where they're using our kids as free labor. Is that what you want? You want to you give birth to a slave? That's essentially what it is. We're not giving our kids a future. We're, we're basically having kids for a plantation and the plantation owners. Every woman, you know, so many young women now on social media, they feel the need to get totally naked or in underwear and a thong or bra or whatever to get the attention of a man. If that's how you meet a man, that's how he's going to treat you. You're not going to meet responsible men when you present yourself a certain way. These are the men that that are just trying to hit it. And if you call them, yeah, I'm pregnant. They don't want to hear it. The responsibility is also on you to make sure the type of men that you're attracting are not the type of men that that are going to run out on you. 
Men are hunters. That's a natural fact. A lion will go around in a jungle and impregnate as many lionesses as possible. That's just what they do. We are no different as men. A man cannot have 10, 20 children with 10, 20 different women unless these women are allowing this irresponsible man to have sex with them. Unprotected. So where does the responsibility lie? And now you're forced into a position to do everything by yourself as a mother. You have to be independent for your own good. And at the same time, it's not really for your own good. Because you shouldn't have to carry the burden of a family by yourself. Even when you meet a man who's willing to step up and take on the responsibility of sometimes children that are not their own, you don't know how to allow that man to lead. Because you've been leading for so long, you don't know how to relinquish that position, that power. And then you start to butt heads. And then the relationship never flourishes. Or you meet a beta male that you want to run all over. And it's still not healthy for your sons. Because that cycle of beta male is not going to be broken. The cycle of dominant women is not going to be broken. We have to look at ourselves and we have to take responsibility for our behavior, our action, and the outcome of everything that we do as it relates to relationships, our children, and our community. You can't build a community with dysfunctional children. It's going to be a dysfunctional community. Loving your child is one thing. I mean, I hear black people specifically. I always address black people, so I don't care what y'all say. Oh, I love my kids. I'm this and that for my kids 24-7. Yeah, I'll do anything for my kids. You're not doing the very basic for your kids. You're not, you don't even have a life insurance policy. How do you love your kids if something happens to you? Your kids might end up in a foster care system because you didn't leave anything behind for family members to even care for your children. It costs $20 to get a 20-year term, $100,000 policy. So your child is not even worth $20 a month. But you're going around the world telling people how you love your kid. Come on now. Let's be real. Let's change the shit. These people have generational wealth because they invest in their children. We don't. We bring our children into the world as a burden. And then when they become successful, we burden them even more with the black tax. For those of you who don't understand what the black tax is, 
it's a term that originated from South Africa. Whenever a black person is successful in any black family, that person carries the burden to lift up the entire damn family out of poverty. That's the black tax. Why? Because we don't create any type of springboard for our children, cushion. We'll buy them a pair of Jordans for $160 thinking this is the way to show love as opposed to getting a pair of $50 sneakers and investing $20 in a life insurance policy on a college plan. Stop all that bullshit about how you love your kids, but you're not doing anything to protect your kids. You're not doing anything to set them up. You're not doing anything to give them a better future. We have to rethink the whole black relationship, man. Let's stop saying, yeah, we love our kids. Let's do do things to show the world that we love our children. If we had an insurance policy on all our kids, these cops would stop shooting them because the insurance companies would have to pay out every time somebody got murdered. We don't need Ben Crump. Then we just call the insurance company. Yeah, my child got shot by the cops and you go, you, you need to pay out. Guess what? Those white insurance companies will make sure the laws change. Costs $10 to get an insurance policy on your child. $10 a month. A sacrifice that so many of us are not willing to make. But we love our kids. That's my podcast for today. I hope you guys enjoy your day. Have a prosperous and productive day. And I wish you good health.